630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. This uh, this surprised me when I actually first heard about about this. Uh, the Sexual Assault Center at the University of Alberta. Anytime you, you send kids off to college, mm-hmm. there are it's reality. I'm not saying it's 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 under it's justified, but it is reality that there can be some dangerous moments uh, for for some people when they go off on their own. Uh, and sexual assaults happen on a consistent basis on campus. Absolutely. So having a place to go for help or for prevention, for assistance, would seem to me to be vital. But that is now being challenged. Yeah, an article in uh, the Gateway magazine or the Gateway newspaper uh, on campus there talked about uh, services being suspended, staff members at the U of A's sexual assault center being let go. So what's going on over at the U of A and in terms of sexual assault and how is this affecting those who need help Mm -hmm. after after an assault? You know, you go to university, you mix alcohol into hormones to kids to, uh, you know, let's let's have a great time. And, and obviously, sexual assaults do happen, as you mentioned. And so we have the article, uh, the author of the article, and editor-in-chief at The Gateway, Katie Teeling, on the line. Good morning, Katie. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. When I said, you know, it's being challenged, it's not the, the need for the thing. It's just that it's facing some challenges. Where did all this uh, start? Because volunteers no longer there, the staff are let go. So we can dive into the impact afterwards. But give us the background so we have some context to understand where this all came from. Yeah, so essentially, since November, the U of A Sexual Assault Center has offered largely reduced services. Um Essentially, this happened because in November, the Sexual Assault Center posted on their Instagram um, a post about a march in solidarity with Palestine, and what followed was harassment towards staff and volunteers in the form of in-person encounters, phone calls, and emails. As a result, the Dean of Students Office, which runs the center, decided that it would be better to temporarily move to virtual delivery. Um, But since then, what's ended up happening is volunteers and staff have largely been left in the dark, and there's no clear path forward as to when the center will actually reopen. And so staff members, how many staff members are left there? So three were let go in total, or how many? So before the center closed, there were seven staff members. Four have now been let go, so there are three left. Okay, and uh, there was no leadership because uh, Samantha Pearson had been been director of the assault center. She ended up getting fired. This is after that that letter that you mentioned, but also uh, saying that the reports of sexual violence during the uh, the attack by Hamas on Israel back in October that those reports of sexual violence were unverified. So she ended up getting terminated. That's where a lot of some of the anger ended up uh, being directed. Uh, some of the comments, uh, the letter, but also the aftermath. Uh, so what has been done in the meantime? Lose. Losing a director should not necessarily mean losing all of the services, Uh, but that seems to be where we're at now. Yeah, so they rehired a director in the interim. His name is Tim Tang. Um, But yeah, they've largely cut down all of the services offered. Now you can book an appointment virtually or in person, but the wait is a lot longer. We've been told from volunteers at the center and volunteers are not able to conduct the jobs that they were before, which means that students have a harder time accessing services, they can't offer the level of services that they have before, and there's just a longer wait time. And this essential service has been on our campus for around 30 years is really struggling to keep up with the demands that exist. 
So what is this meaning to, to people who have suffered an assault and they're looking for help? Yeah, so in talking with the volunteers, you know, the staff member who was terminated at the center, they were really concerned about the impact that this will have on campus. A report came out in August um, from the provincial government that found that U of A, or 64% of U of A students surveyed, had experienced sexual violence since attending the university. So they were really concerned with survivors who were no longer able to access this essential service. Um, but the university has been working with the Sexual Assault Center of Edmonton to see what services they could provide immediately. Um, but, you know, to volunteers and staff, they weren't able to really disclose what that looks like right now or what they were able to do right away. Uh, we're talking with Katie Teeling this morning, who's editor-in-chief at the Gateway uh, newspaper, author of this article that uh, prompted this conversation. Uh, we did ask the U of A for some comment. that uh, They won't talk about personnel matters. They say they never do, but as far as the as uh, the services that are available, this is what they told us. They said survivor supports continue to be available, accessible on and off campus for all U of A members. The in-person locations of some services have changed, and we're working towards having an additional in-person drop-in service opportunities very soon. So they say, in essence, they're working on it. And like you said, uh, Katie, they're, they're also trying to find some other resources to to bolster this. Uh, but you know, have you been able to, to talk with students? Is there a frustration? Is there an anger? Are people feeling left out or left behind or forgotten in some of this, uh, not having some of the services that we're used to? Yeah, you know, in conversations with the people involved the most in this story. You know, the beauty of being a campus newspaper is we're right there. We can be involved with the community, hear exactly what they're saying at any given moment. And we didn't really touch on the students themselves in this story, but from volunteers, um, they are definitely concerned. People who were a big part of the center, who dealt with students and helped clients all the time, have really been reaching out to the community for support in this time and you know, as a result the community is getting back the petition has been circulating has garnered over 500 signatures we received lots of tips and information leading up to the publication of this story from community members who were just looking for answers and that was something that we were able to deliver that was the biggest issue that we heard was people just didn't know what was going on they didn't know what had happened to the center. They weren't sure when it would reopen again. And no one was being very forthcoming. And that was able, like what we were able to deliver. I guess, Katie, I'm still reeling by your your stat of 64% of U of A students have at some point suffered some sort of sexual trauma or assault or, or, or violence. Um, and you, you hear from SACE, the Sexual Assault Center of Edmonton, and there is months-long lineups uh, and wait lists in terms of, of, of getting help and, and of seeking counseling. What does this mean to a victim? What does this say to a victim who has experienced this and they're, they're looking for help? I can't speak to that exactly, but I do know, you know from conversations with the people that we have been able to talk to, the idea behind the U of A Sexual Assault Center was that it was right there on campus. So volunteers and staff members were rare, like ready to go and present if something had happened. And now, you know, they're concerned because if something happens to a student, they now have to go off campus 
or access services online for the support that they used to be able to get five, ten minutes away immediately. And that's the biggest concern for people. Katie, thanks so much for this. I appreciate you uh, getting up and uh, having a chat with us and uh, explaining a little bit more about your story and what you found. And uh, thanks for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, take care. Katie Teeling, Editor-in-Chief of the Gateway Newspaper, the campus newspaper. Uh, She wrote that article on the uh, Sexual Assault Center at the U of A, and that's the important word, at, uh, with with staff let go and volunteers uh, not there anymore as the university tries to figure out how to rebuild this center. Yeah, they're going through a review. Uh, they say that they're, they're recruiting new leadership mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the role is expected to be listed on the U of A career website within two weeks. But if, you're, if you've just suffered a sexual trauma or a sexual assault and you're looking for help and you're looking to talk to somebody and, and you want it right away, it's going to be difficult to find, Absolutely. I think. And I, even getting some of those other resources, as you mentioned a little earlier, the Sexual Assault Center of Edmonton is so busy they can't take over some of that uh, some of that and it's not on U of A campus which uh, Katie had certainly mentioned as well the the school year for the university wraps up it's not that far away before a couple months a few months mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. is there any chance everything's going to be back up again before the end of this particular school year this term at the university I don't think so Though those things don't get well, well they're moved. not posting it. They're posting it in the, in the next, next two weeks, weeks, of course. So. And then there's recruitment, and then there's onboarding, and it, it this is this is months long process. But for that woman or for that young man who needed mm-hmm. to talk, they, what happens to them? So do they just go? I, I guess I'll just have to deal with this on my own. And of course, that comes unresolved trauma, and that affects people going forward. So if they just need to talk, they need some services. Um, the U of A is, is saying that there is some off-campus supports, uh, but certainly not as it was uh, earlier this uh, school term. Uh, big topic, important topic. 